Captain. Ladies and gentlemen of Lafayette. The Hammered Down Show with Jared Jesolitis is Lafayette's number one sports show. Yes, I'm excited! He totally went to Jared. The voice of Lafayette Sports. The cream of the crop! Nobody does it better. Send us your thoughts on the text line at 765-447-4080. Now go to that voodoo that you do so Central Catholic Knights going to join us here back uh, in the region. Was this five straight years in the regional? My goodness. Another win over Seeger. That's the second one on the year. We'll talk to him ahead of that matchup with the Laville Lancers for the regional Rocket Field, a game that you will hear right here on 1017 The Hammer this Friday night. We got you covered on that, okay? Uh, also, it's big, uh, big news of signing day today. We got a lot to discuss with that, but you know how I roll, man. I want you to win some tickets. All right, and I'm not going to give you two tickets. I'm going to give you four tickets. That's two to each event. All right? Big Sunday over on campus. We've got volleyball at 1 o'clock versus Michigan State. Sold out. I got a pair of tickets. And also, women's basketball home opener against Southern. They're going to honor the 99 team as well. That's going to be a huge event. That's at 4 o'clock. And I got a pair of tickets for that as well. Please hold on a second here. There ain't no way. I gotta look at I gotta look at the seating chart because these Mackie tickets. If this is if this is what I think I've got, give me give me the seat, give me the seating chart here. I'm in right behind. We're like five rows back from the visiting. Uh, behind the visiting bench right there. So, I mean, you're front and center. Oh, my goodness for those Mackie tickets. All right, so here's what you're going to do. All right, you want to go, text me keyword, boiler up the 765-447-4080. That's 765-447-4080. You text boiler up. I will select a winner at the end of the show to win both these tickets for the basketball and the volleyball matchup. You can make it a doubleheader. It's going to be a lot of fun. Text BOILERUP, 765-447-4080. And uh, that's your chance to win both volleyball on Sunday and followed by women's basketball over at Mackey. Just walk right across there, and you're going to be good to go. Go on to the 99 team. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. I can't wait. So there you go. Boiler up the 765-447-4080, and you'll have your chance to win those two two pair or those two pairs of tickets. All right, let's get started with need to know news. Here's your need to know news. Well, National Signing Day is uh, it's off today, and uh, it seems like for today basketball is done. There is good news, and there is some uh, non news. I'm sure you'd like to have it a little bit better, but look, let's just let's just discuss what's happening here, okay? We've got uh, five 
prospects that signed a national letter of intent today for men's basketball. That includes guard C.J. Cox, Jack Benter, Cannon Catchings, Riley Burgess, and Daniel Jacobson. All got their paperwork in, all officially Boilermakers. Jakari Harris, still up in the air. We'll see what happens, but you know, Catchings is the big deal there. A lot of fans, he kind of, it wasn't like an outburst, but there seemed to be, he was going through some stuff maybe last year over the, or early in the year during the summer, and then there were some questions, but that got kind of calmed down and everything too. But he signed on the dotted line. He's good to go. Katie Gerald's, meanwhile, gets three. Uh, Lana McCartney, the uh, big forward, Kendall Perrier, and then uh, from uh, Snyder, guard Jordan Poole. That's what I've accounted for on the social media. Uh, speaking of uh, hoops, last night men's hoops in the Big Ten, Indiana. Boy, they uh, they looked like for a second they were going to lose that one to Florida Gulf Coast, but then they went on a huge run there at around uh, eight minutes left to go and uh, had themselves the cover, too, and then blew that. 69-63, though, the final. IU gets a win to start out the season. Maryland. Beats Mount St. Mary 68 to 53. Iowa 110, North Dakota 68. Michigan 99, UNC Asheville 74. That's the Big Ten scoreboard. Well, uh, it's another day, and it's an- another Michigan rumor. Michigan star running back Blake Corum says he has no business dealing relationship with former football staff member Connor Stallions. After records of an LLC in Wyoming listed both men as co-owners. And surfaced on social media on Tuesday. According to the records from Wyoming Secretary of State Corum, Stallions and a third person named Connor O'Day are listed as organizers of an LLC called BC2 Housing LLC, which lists a home in Ann Arbor as its office and mailing address. Would you like to guess who owns that place? Yeah, Connor Stallions. Corum says he doesn't know anything about the LLC. But then there's also some social media posts that have surfaced that use the exact same name of the LLC. Maybe Stallion saw the post and decided to take it upon himself. Totally possible. McCorm says he just became aware of the listing uh, before practice on Tuesday. He has gotten an attorney to intervene. Stallions is the only signature that appears on the initial filing that was done back in March. It's listed online as active and in current good tax standing. Also, uh, recently, there's been a Wall Street Journal article on Stallions that says he was sued by his homeowners association on that house for violating its bylaws by allegedly running a vacuum cleaning refurbishing business out of his home. And I'm going to tell you right now, eh, that didn't go too well. Quote, Coram, I'm a clean person, but I'm not a cleaner. Vacuums aren't my thing. I don't know anything about that. What do you know about? Big Ten source said that the league has forwarded, get this, any information the NCAA about a possible follow-up, it's unknown whether the signal sharing between league teams violates Big Ten sportsmanship policies. The, The new accusations now are that Purdue got signals from Ohio State and Rutgers ahead of the Big Ten Championship game in Michigan is now protesting that. The information passed along is not expected to impact the Big Ten's discipline of Michigan under its sportsmanship policy. 
NCAA rules do not prohibit in-game signal stealing, but bar schools from off-campus scouting in advance of games. Which, again, if Rutgers calls up and says, hey, here's what we got from Michigan, and Ohio State says, hey, here's what we got from Michigan. You can use that what you want. Not illegal. However, paying folks to go sit in the stands, use a recording device to film your sideline, turns out still illegal. But boy, there was an awful lot of muddy in the waters of Michigan grad Nicole Arbach. She seems to be leading the way. Dan Wetzel, too, uh, is trying to muddy the waters on what is, you know, if, if, who, who really broke rules here. Clearly it was Michigan. I don't understand what these people don't get that you can do anything else except go into the stands of a future opponent ahead of the game and use a recording device to film a sideline. You can't do it. And Arbuck got on Newbert a while back for journalistic integrity because Purdue was paying uh, for, you know, some articles and stuff like that. And she raised a big stink about that. But she never discloses that she's a Michigan alum when she comes out here to defend Michigan. Now, does she? Come on, man. Team Newbert. It's the way I roll. All right, last night. We nailed Iowa. No problem on that cover. I told you that any, I said, yeah, there's a good chance that they probably go ahead and cover it. But I was, I, I told you, I was like, I don't trust this Indiana team yet. I got to watch it. And good thing we didn't trust it. I had one other thing too. Oh, that over in, uh, which hockey game was it? Was it the, was the Maple? No, it was the Canadians and somebody else. Uh, we hit that too, but I don't think I really gave that out as a, like a foolproof log. I think we just rode with the Iowa run, right? Right. All right, so we'd like to get back after it again. You know, our friends at DraftKings keep up with those no-sweat uh, bets every day uh, for you. College foot, uh, college basketball boost up to 100%, but, you know, we ain't got no Big Ten stuff tonight. I do like the gift boost on hockey. Florida-Washington boost to 100. Excuse me. So I don't hate a little, I, I don't ever hate putting a unit on that. Pacers are back in action against Utah. Six and a half point favorites. This is a Utah team that turned the ball over, what, like 22 times against the Bulls? I don't know. I might like the six and a half in that. Might like it. I think my uh, my easy one, and I like the uh, I like the Maple Leafs. They're at minus 166. If you want to go with the puck line... I'm okay. It's at plus 140. I think the over's fair game in that, but it's minus 135 on six and a half. Uh, I don't like that. I figure I'd much rather play it safe. Just take Toronto at home on the minus 166. Not a huge slate, just three hockey games tonight. I, that's my. I play it safe there. No Big Ten basketball this evening. We got some action. I said, I don't hate the Pacers tonight at six and a half. I said, especially after the Bulls worked uh, worked the Jazz. Not my official. 
but I feel like, yeah, I can, I can deal with that one. I, I'm sticking, stick with uh, Toronto. That's my easy play there for the night. All right, we want you to continue to text Boiler Up into 765-447-4080. That number again, 765-447-4080. That's going to get you registered to win two different pairs of tickets. One pair on Sunday, 1 o'clock, volleyball, sold out against Michigan State. The second pair is going to get you the uh, Purdue women's basketball home opener at 4 o'clock later in the day. And you'll celebrate the 99 So just uh, text that boiler up to 765-447-4080. It's 765-447-4080. And, uh, yeah, I'm giving it away. I'm giving, you know, the, the two pairs away as a pack for you. So you get a nice little Sunday of Boilermaker action. Text boiler up 765-447-4080. Don't go anywhere. We're going to come right back. Coach Brian Nay. Central Catholic Knights back in the regional game. They're going to host LaRocca Field. That game is uh, coming up this Friday night. We're going to be down there on the call on 1017 The Hammer. So we're going to talk to him in advance of that, see how he feels about his squad coming out of that Seeger game and uh, what it is that LaVille does so good that they'll uh, have to uh, contend with. That's coming up next. Stick around. Plenty more Hammer Down Show is next on 1017 The Hammer. 1017 The Hammer. Welcome back. It is... Uh, uh, 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. We're to the Blue Fox eating cooling hammerhead hotline. We got Coach Brian Nay, Central Catholic Knights, on with us here as they get set to take on Laville in the regional. Super excited about this one. Knights coming off a 33 3 win over Seeger last week. Coach, congratulations there. Uh, it's uh, clinching a sectional title on the road. Uh, that's not always an easy thing to do to uh, hit the road uh, when that uh, trophy is on the line, but. Your boys responded as usual last week, and uh, they pick up a thirty-point victory. Talk about last week's win. Yeah, extremely proud of the uh, exp- extremely proud of the effort. Obviously, we we relished the opportunity to uh, compete for hardware, uh, and we had the sectional, you know, the sectional championship uh, and and the hardware that comes along with that on the line. And uh, you know, it wasn't the most ideal conditions, especially for us offensively, but. Obviously, our you know our, our defense has been playing at a at a very high level all year, and they continue to do so. Coach Dreifogel had a had a great game plan, uh, had a great game plan in place, and, and and gave up three points, and really only gave up one drive, gave up less than a hundred yards of total offense, which was extremely impressive. Uh, we you know we had we we scored on defense and 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 turned them over another time, and and just played uh, played LCC night football uh, in terms of our. Uh, discipline and physicality and uh and and was really happy with the effort on offense um special teams you know special teams if, if, if anything was lacking you know special teams had a little bit uh to be desired you know we, we turned it over on special teams and um went for you know we were three or five on our pats which is um unacceptable um you know as well and then all going you know shifting to offense uh it was howling out there. There's really not much out there to to to, to uh, knock it down. Um, so we had to, you know, we had to run the ball. Uh, Mason Meister ran the ball uh, 22 times for 111 yards, and Bobby Metzger ran it for 100 yards and two explosive long scores. So uh, you know, we we're having to change the way that we, you know, change the, you know, to get to that. We got to the same result, but we had to, you know, we had to change a little bit of how we got how we got there. And I was happy to see us. Uh, not be so rigid and, and, and be flexible and be able to uh, keep our knees bent with the conditions and, and uh, still play uh, football at a high level and still put points on the board and, and still come out uh, on top. 
Um, but yeah, I was extremely proud of the effort and, and we kind of needed it. We needed a game like that to, to kind of throw us off of, you know, throw us off of our platform, especially offensively and, 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 and let the kids see that, that they can, you know, that, that they're able to, to win football games and in different ways or ways that we weren't necessarily planning to. And, um, you know, all in all, it was, a, it was a quality win. We're happy to be sectional champs again for the fifth year in a row. And, and looking forward to uh, looking forward to putting it all on the line on Friday. The Laville Lancers coming into LaRocca Field uh, under uh, Coach Jeff Kaiser, who's uh, a first-year guy out there. You know, eleven one. Uh, what do you know about the Lancers? What do they do really well? What's uh, what, what's the concerns when you game plan against these guys? They have an offense that has the ability to possess the football. Um, you know, obviously, when I say that, um, they're they're disciplined enough to to drive, to, to put together drives, and I feel like you know we feel like that's that's what you have to let yeah that's what you have to allow, uh, or that's what you have to force you know high school high school kids to do. Um, are they going to be disciplined enough not to jump off sides, not to you know not to catch a bad holding call on you know put themselves behind the sticks? You know, Laville all year has shown their ability to. Uh, Possess the football to drive the football, but also uh, they've also shown the ability to uh, to create some explosive plays. And you know the, the quarterback Plummer is is, is going to be one of the better. I don't want to say better. He's going to be one of the best. You know he's going to be one of the best football players that that we'll go against all year. Um, they got a big guy um, in the trenches, uh, Bedock. I hope I'm not butchering his name, um, <laughs> but uh, he he reminds us a lot of. Uh, a lot of the the stud from from uh, Rochester, who unfortunately was injured in our game. Um, so they, they've got and then they've got they've got guys all over the field, good looking good looking football players that uh, you can tell they're well coached. You can tell they know what they're doing. And uh, I think Friday's going to come down to the team, you know, the team that plays the most disciplined and, and executes the cleanest, and you know makes more of those fifty fifty plays when you know. We call them competitive plays here, right? And and the, the, I think the team that makes you know the, that makes the most competitive plays, that wins the most competitive plays, where you know he's doing his job, you're doing your job. There's no assignment breakdown. Someone's just got to go make a play, right? Yeah. Who's who's it going to be? Um, I think the team that wins those uh, wins wins those, and obviously plays disciplined. You know, disciplined football does not uh, you know plays clean special teams and 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 doesn't 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 give up, you know, the big explosive plays or get behind the sticks will be the team that ends up coming out victorious, which, I mean, duh, right? Like, that's yeah. usually how it works now out. That, the, team that plays the, the team that plays the most disciplined football and plays, plays the game better than the other team is going to win. Yeah. Right? Uh, I, I, think, I, I would think getting off the field on third down, I was waiting for that one there, too. But, oh, I mean, just sure, talking yeah. about the drives yeah. and everything, too, is just, you know, if you get them in a third down opportunity, not, not letting them convert that seems to be of the utmost importance for the defense this week. It just comes to a win in first and second down. When you win first and second down, and you, you get teams and you know, it's the same thing with us. You get us in third and predictable, you're, you're predictable, right? And yeah. uh, that's where people can pin their ears back and, and maybe dial up some pressure or, uh, you know, be able to, uh, to to feel good about, you know, the down and distance and, and uh, knowing the you know, uh, you, it's third and eight. You just can't give up eight, right? We can give up seven, but we just can't give up eight. So, uh, so yeah, just uh, – that's what's going to come down to. I think I think these these teams are, are extremely evenly matched um, in terms of personnel and, and football skill, and both teams do what they do extremely well, or they wouldn't be. You know, we're we're in week thirteen. We just get to week thirteen, so uh, 
yeah, I think it's going to be, you know, I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. I think, I think, uh, I think we're all in for a, for a very entertaining, uh, very entertaining 48 minutes of football. And I encourage everybody, anybody who can, who can get out to LaRocca on uh, Friday night to get out there. Um, you know, you have, we mentioned your success here recently, uh, you know, this five straight years for the sectional title. I mean, to play this long into the postseason, uh, do you feel like there is something to be said about having the experience of playing uh, this much extra football over the last several years? I mean, is there something to that either as a coach or as a player uh, that benefits you guys from having that kind of experience? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's not supernatural how you see the, the same programs in the state of Indiana typically making the runs that, that they make, right? Because once you get into that, once you get into that cycle, you got to think about it. Like um, if we go back to, uh, you go back to the senior class and you look at their postseason, you look at, you look at their postseason runs from their freshman year all the way through this year. Well, I said, say their freshman year through their junior year, because that's what sets them up for their senior year. Mm-hmm. We went back, we went back and tracked it got to play and practice an extra season. I mean, how invaluable is that? Oh, now that's huge in your development to have that. They, they play, it, it, like, when, when you put it up, put them up against a team who is, who, who makes a, a first or second round exit, you know, in the last, in, in those three years, they've, they've practiced, uh, they've practiced a season, they've practiced and played a season longer than kids they're in their same class. Yes, it's, it's absolutely invaluable when you, when you, when you start to get into that pattern and it starts to become the expectation and, and the kids understand what it takes from, what it takes from, you know, December through, through July, what it, what, what it takes, what it looks like. This is what it, this is what, it, this is what you're going to have to do in order to make those runs. And they, and, and you get that buy-in and you get that leadership. I can't, I can't say enough about the leadership of this year's senior class. It's, it's, it's by far the most, they are the most impressive group, and I, I, I hold 2019 in extremely high regard. These guys are at a different level because they're have they're forced to do it at a different level. I mean, we're in, we're in two A, right? Because of success, we like our enrollment didn't automatically go up. We're still we're still we're still playing against teams with double our enrollment. So when you go from one A to two A, you're gonna you're seeing double. You don't necessarily see that when you go from four A to five A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to play teams. You're going to play teams with twenty five percent, maybe more, more students in their building than you. You know, at, at top at our, at our level, as, as a small school, is like I, I, I got to tell you what, man. Like, I'm so impressed with these kids, and and, and because they're forced, because they're forced, they did, they did not get themselves into two A. It was it was the teams before them that got them here. And and they're they're left to they're left to kind of deal with it. And and I'm telling you what, man, like success factor, whatever whatever however you whatever perspective you have, and I know I might have like a different perspective being a parochial school, but you know, success, success factor can have the have the ability to bury a program. Our kids just decided that they were gonna be seeds. They were gonna use it and grow. Right? And and I can't tell you enough about the, the Nick Pages, the Alex Hardebecks, our four captains. Nick Page, Alex Hardebeck, Bryn Robbins, Nikolai Bell, and then the rest of our senior class. Like the rest of our senior class took on captains' roles. Like they they didn't have an ego about not being picked as a captain, but they still led anyway. And you know, I I would I would encourage any you know anybody who is who is in a position to hire one of these human beings in the next four to four to ten years 
like I would jump on it because they are so imp- they're just impressive, right? Now that, that starts at home. We've got we've got fantastic support. We've got amazing families, um, you know, amazing families that support our football program that are part of our football family. Uh, I, I just can't I can't say enough I can't say enough about our uh, you know about our community here and 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 more specifically the uh, the parents that entrust you know their young men to to myself and our staff. It's just it, it blows me away and. Thinking about it, I get emotional. You know, I get to the I get to the point of of, of emotional just because I'm so thankful and blessed um, to have this opportunity to lead this uh, wonderfully amazing program. I got you all worked up, man. I'm sorry about you, that. man. Like, I get my when <laughs> I start to feels. think about it, talk about it, I get my feels, man. I, I love <laughs> I love these people. I love these people. I love these kids, and I, I love I love our staff. Uh, would do anything for them, and I think they know that. And and you're starting to see. Uh, you know, we're starting to definitely see the the, the return on, on the, the investment these last five years. Coach Brian Nay, they're taking on the LaVille Lancers Friday night here on 101.7. The Hammer winner gets that regional title. Coach, best of luck to you. I appreciate it. Thank you for everything you do. Big thanks to Coach Nay there. It's the Hammer Down Show, 101.7 The Hammer, 101.7 TheHammer.com. Of course, we will uh, we'll be out there uh, for that game against LaVille, the regional, uh, at La Rocca Field uh, What 7 o'clock with the kickoff, I believe, for that one. So, uh, yeah, make sure you tune us in here. Myself, Jeff Julek, we'll have the call here, uh, and uh, it'll be great. I, I love going out to CC. A lot of people I notice with the, the headphones on now when I go out to CC, which is, uh, which is absolutely outstanding. All right, uh, National Signing Day today. Uh, the big prize that Boilermaker fans wanted was Jakari Harris. He has not committed yet. But Cannon Catchings did, uh, and that was a, a young man that some folks maybe thought was wavering a little bit over the summer. Turned out it was okay. I believe somebody told you that it was okay. Most likely... Somebody like Brian Newbert, but I think I've echoed that. Anyway, um, yeah. So five guys today. This is a top ten recruiting class on some of the recruiting sites. There's like four or five of them now. But it's in there. Uh, Catchings is the big guy here, right? The second highest rated recruit of the Matt Painter era. Number 22 by 24-7 Sports. Left Brownsburg, go down to Overtime Elite. He was a kid that Purdue got in on very early. I mean, with the lineage that he had, I mean, just look at the length on him. And it was surprising that he flew under the radar as long as he did. And then, uh, you know, all of a sudden everybody was gaining the interest here and everybody was shooting their shot in the Big Ten. Indiana, Illinois, Michigan State, Ohio State, they all came. Purdue wins out. He really got a lot of attention during that U-19 World Cup workout in the team. And so with a lot of extra, you know, attention, 
it's not surprising that maybe there was a second of, all right, well, maybe Matt Painter did his homework. They got in early. They did the work. He's a Boilermaker. That's official. Jack Benter, 6'5 guard out of Brownstown, Indiana. Already set the school record for career points and points in a game. He's still got this season. Dude's a three-star? All right. But you got your shooter right there. Indiana Junior All-Star team as well. Everybody remembers the viral clip of him breaking a backboard? Yeah. I'm on board. I'm on board. 6'10", Riley Burgess. Coming out of Cincinnati, 89th ranked prospect nationally by rivals. Good stretch big man that can knock down a three for you? Well, absolutely. Bring him in. C.J. Cox. A lot of people talking about this because you don't, it's not a normal, nothing against the state of Massachusetts, but outside of Marcus Camby, I say Massachusetts, you are, uh, you're not thinking a lot about basketball, are you? So we'll see how he works out. And then we talked to Daniel Jacobson last week. Hey, it's another seven-footer coming out of Chicago. Real late addition, but he's here. Another top 100 guy. So you have three top 100 dudes in the class. May have a fourth one coming. I believe, looking at it there, if Harris does come, that may have one too many guys and somebody may be going. We'll see how it all works out. I'm not, I'm not about to stress about it here. But this is a very, very good class uh, for Matt Painter. Very good class. Katie Gerald's class I'm a little less uh, versed in, but uh, Poole, Jordan Poole, is, we, we know she's very good. We know she's a very hot commodity in the state of Indiana. That's a good pickup by her. There were, um, you know, there are several other sports, too, that went out and uh, you know signed players. They wrestling Inc. three today. Women's tennis got somebody today. Uh, the one that uh, I like because you know how much I like this. You know how much I love this guy, Coach Zach Bird. They went out and uh, they got themselves a, a local golfer. who just won the state title, Samantha Brown from Westfield. What an incredible career this woman has had. Won 24 of 28 tournaments in her high school career, including the state championship. So I'm going to go and assume at least half. Like I don't know how many of these she has, but I'm going to go ahead and guess if she has lost four tournaments in her high school career, probably two, maybe even three of those are state championships.
Ain't that something? Purdue women's golf loading back up again. So overall, good signing day for everybody. The only way it could have been better? Jakari Harris. Only better, only way they could have been better. But if he's still on the hook here, you know, that's good news. But Purdue basketball did really, really good today. That's what you need to be taken away. And a sigh of relief for some people that were maybe worried about late pushes for Cannon Catchings. Uh, you got him signed, sealed, and delivered. And it'd be a good week for Purdue men's basketball. Started out solid on Monday. Good signing day today. Speaking of basketball, listen. I got a two-pack of tickets here for okay? I'm going to get you a pair of tickets for Purdue Volleyball Sunday, 1 o'clock against Michigan State, sold out. And then a pair of tickets for the women's basketball game at 4 p.m. against Southern. They honor in the 99 championship team. Now, if you want to win those two pairs of tickets, text me Boiler Up to 765-447-4080. Number again, 765-447-4080. Text Boiler Up into that number, 765-447-4080. And I am going to get you in the chance to win those tickets. I'll draw out a winner here in about about 10 minutes or so. So hurry up, get that in, 765-447-4080. Text Boiler Up to that number. That's your chance to win not one but two pairs of tickets for Sunday action over at Purdue. All right, hang tight. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up next for you on the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer. Welcome back. It is the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer and 1017thehammer.com. I am Jared Jesselides. Thank you for making me a part of your Wednesday afternoon. I mean this, man. It means a lot to me when you guys listen. It means a lot when I run into you guys out there in public. People say, what's up? People say, I listen to the show or I listen to the broadcast. I love it. You're the best. Even when you tell me I'm wrong or stupid. Um, I got a, two pairs of tickets here for you for Sunday. Purdue Volleyball, which is sold out against Michigan State. Uh, at 1 o'clock, Purdue basketball, women's basketball, 4 p.m. over in Mackey after that. If you want to win both those pairs of tickets, text BOILERUP to 765-447-4080. I'm drawing out a winner here in less than five minutes. That could be you. Spend the Sunday over on campus watching Purdue Boilermaker action. All right. Some of the things that we may have missed. Steve Alford. Boy, uh, not happy that Nevada is dealing with bats in the arena. Bats! It delayed their game against Sacramento State. And, I mean, look, we've seen things fall from Assembly Hall. But bats? Apparently this has been, like, happening for a while. He addressed it during the press conference, talking about how embarrassing it is. But certainly one of the more random things to delay a college basketball game. Bats, how does that even happen? Like, I wouldn't think, aren't they sensitive to sounds and lights and stuff like that? Seems like a basketball arena would be the opposite of where they would want to hang out at. But what do I know? I'm not a bat guy. I'm, I'm anti-bat, sorry. If, you, if you're pro-bat, that's you. I'm anti-bat. I'm out on the bats. 
When is this Michigan nonsense going to stop? I mean, we touched on it at the top of the show that there's just, there's Michigan media that's really intent on muddying the waters on, you know, there's the evidence mounting against Michigan of what they did and clearly against the rules. But now there's this equal push to say, well, so-and-so is doing somewhat of the same thing, so it's it's the same kind of crime. No, it's not. The aspect of going and videotaping somebody else ahead of a matchup, I mean, that's 100% the illegal part of this. That's the problem, not the sharing of those signals. Anything you do in-game... And I've even seen this. Yeah, my job for a Big Ten team was to steal signals. Cool. Were you paying people? Or were you yourself going to other stadiums in advance and then taking out your phone and recording the sidelines? No? Then okay. I I don't understand why this is like such a hard thing to nail down. And the longer this delays, the more and more it tells me that I was right about this. That... The Big Ten doesn't want to punish Michigan. They know probably something needs to be done, but they would like to kick this can down the road. They would like the NCAA to handle it. They want Michigan to handle it. And they definitely, definitely do not want to suspend Jim Harbaugh for that game against Ohio State. If they were going to give him the two-game suspension, it would have been now. But they haven't done it. Unless they roll up on Friday afternoon or evening, wait for the 5.30 news cycle, dump, and then go, yeah, no, we're going to suspend him for Saturday and next week. He'll be back for the for the big game. Because they're not going to... I, I would be shocked, absolutely shocked, if the Big Ten said, yeah, we're pulling you from the Ohio State game. I, I, I would be shocked. I still think they're going to try to kick this can as far down the road as they can, let somebody else handle it, or just let Harbaugh leave and be done with it. That's going to do it for us here on the Hammer Down Show. We're uh, we're out of time here, but don't forget, uh, I will call this winner here. Tickets for Southern and Purdue over at Mackey at four. Before that, it's volleyball against Michigan State. That game is sold out. Uh, we'll give away those tickets tomorrow. I got more tickets. I don't even know what I'm going to give away tomorrow. I got football tickets still. I got Monday men's basketball tickets. We still got to give away. Sheesh. Lots of winning still to come here. We'll come back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. Talk local sports for an hour with you here on the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer. 1017TheHammer.com. I will see you back here tomorrow.